This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, go ahead and give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio section of the page and check out past shows. You can subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting or even share these podcasts with your friends after you're incredibly enthralled with them. Uh, The economic upheaval, folks, that the coronavirus has caused both globally and here in the United States has given many of us moments of fear, even some panic during the past few months regarding our retirement strategies. After all, the pandemic is a reminder that even the best plans can be pushed aside by forces outside of our control. With that in mind, today's show is going to focus on some key things you can do to shore up your retirement strategy during the last five years before you punch the time clock for the final time. Now, before we go kicking around some ideas for keeping our retirement on track in the face of the ongoing pandemic and shoring up our retirement strategy, I'd really like to introduce the favorite Shore, Tony. Tony Shore, how are you doing today? <laughs> I wish, I only wish I was your favorite Shore. <laughs> uh, as, as a uh, boat captain, uh, I'm sure you have many favorite Shores, and uh, I just consider myself lucky to be one of them. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I like your tone of voice in the intro. I do have to point out uh, when you said, go ahead, give us a go ahead. Give us a call. It sounded like a challenge. Like it sounded a little. Clint, it sounded like a little Clint Eastwood. Go ahead. Give us a call. See what happens. Do it. You won't you'll see. You'll, you'll see what happens. Oh, you go ahead and give us a call right now. Yeah. But like my son always says to me, do it. You won't. <laughs> do it you won't <laughs> oh, kids ah the kids today sounds like something my my daughter youngest daughter would say um anyway uh matt good to be here thanks for having me on the show once again and i've been great uh, i've had a good week got a lot done how about you what have you been up to oh so much quite honestly uh work of course uh and so much that you can't think of anything no it's like too much actually it's been (laughs) such a busy week quite honestly but where do you start even my play was busy you know my play time this weekend was building stuff with everybody in the family but we were working on putting a little a dock in so we could get the canoe in and out of the water a little easier so that was our big project this weekend it was a lot of fun yeah wow well, it's a, I don't know about fun. Oh, it was. I, I love used. building things. You do like projects, don't you? Oh, I love them. Yeah. Absolutely love I'm, them. I wish I did. You know, and I come from a long line of, you know, uh, workaholics that love just, you know, to work with their hands, get out there, get things done, build things. My dad, my grandfather on both sides. Uh, me? Nope. Yeah, well, there's there's doers <laughs> and then there's you, Tony. <laughs> 
Oh, God bless you, Matt. Thanks for coming in today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm teasing, of course. Thanks for coming. We all do it in our own special way, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You can emphasize the word special if you're talking about me. (laughs) That's true. Um, But seriously, I know you have a serious topic for today, and it's a good one. What are we talking about today? Well, I really want to today talk about, like we said, showing these things out. I I, I don't want to lose fact of, you know, strong strategy designed to keep you moving forward. It's always a good way to get through economic volatility, what most people think of as uncertainty. Today, uncertainty. Yeah, yes. Is that word you know I love? Yeah. Uh, oh, you love it, don't you? Yeah. Today, though, I really want to focus on this article I found pretty interesting from Forbes, and that's Mastering the Last Five Years Before Retirement. Now, the article really jumped out at me because of its hyper focus on the last five years before retirement. That's it. You know, often articles and news pieces focus on retirement as a whole. That emphasis on getting your retirement strategy rolling in your early working years. And obviously, that's a great idea. But the truth is, in the last five years before retirement, it requires a different strategy and adjustments to match that same strategy. Those last five years, let's borrow a cliche here, the home stretch, and you certainly want to turn into that home stretch with confidence. Well, you know what? I think it's really good to look at the last five years before you retire. It's a great perspective. To me, when you're in your 20s and 30s, you know, retirement's something of an abstract concept. You know it's out there, uh, but you don't really spend a lot of time thinking about it. Uh, But then let's leapfrog into your late 50s, early 60s. Then it's no longer abstract. It's real, and it's coming right at you like a freight train. Quite like a freight train. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The article notes, if you're five years or less from retirement, you should be asking yourself a series of important questions. Things like, have I socked away enough money? Have I worked with a financial services professional, discussed investments, allocations? Am I diversified enough? Am I prepared to pay for long-term care costs? Should I consider a trust? Should I prioritize paying off my mortgage? Is my 401k going to provide me with enough retirement income? Do I have enough or too much insurance? A lot of heavy questions, but they're heavy because they're critical. Those heavy questions can sometimes lead to additional anxiety for a lot of people as retirement nears and and they grow in importance. Well, yeah, it's definitely easy to see how those questions and others like, am I getting enough protein? Um, (laughs) That if you don't have the right answer or any answer at all, it could make you feel like retirement is this weight around your neck rather than something to just look forward to. So what do you suggest uh, we start with while we're still five years out from retirement. Man. Well, if you're going to create a five-year strategy for preparing for retirement, there's likely going to be some challenges. Uh, those challenges will be even bigger if your current strategy hasn't adequately prepared you for what's coming. First, though, you'll need to get a complete understanding of where you are financially right now. And actually, let me even back up a step. You know, saying that in my head, saying it out loud, if your current strategy hasn't adequately prepared you for what's coming, don't hold on so tight to it just because it got you to where you are. Right? It, it, you mentioned before being a captain, you know, I probably have favorite shores. You know what my favorite shore is? <laughs> you know what my favorite one is? Is, Tony. is the one I reach safely. Oh, right. I thought you were going to say Tony. No. Go ahead. Well, no, but that one I reach safely is really my favorite one. And well, true. maybe, maybe I, I had a plan to get there 
I, and it's not going to get me there anymore. I have to be able to abandon that one for the better one. Now, the one that's actually going to get me there safe, maybe a wind came and blew me off course. There's a storm or there's something else in the way. Things are going to happen. Being so dedicated to what you might've done wrong and having the, not having the real ego, the strength, which says maybe this wasn't the right way and being too involved in yourself to let that go, that can be tough. So getting a complete understanding where you are financially right now and accepting it and making the right moves forward is huge. Take some time to assess how your money's allocated in terms of retirement accounts, investments. It's also a good time to really crunch how much you're likely to receive once you file for social security. And in addition to that, what does your month what does your monthly social security payment mean for your overall financial strategy? Do you have a pension or any other potential income sources? And then there's the most important question of all. When you combine all of those potential income sources, will they create a pot big enough to allow you to maintain your current or your preferred lifestyle? Yeah, good question. And lots of good questions that you're posing. But what should we be looking for when it comes to the answers to these mm-hmm. questions? I like where your mind's going here, Tony. First, if you aren't sure you're as ready as you should be for retirement, it makes a lot of sense to work with a financial services professional. Chances are there's an experienced pro in your community who can answer your questions. They can analyze your current strategy, offer suggestions, and maybe most importantly, calm your nerves. Because for a lot of people, that's the biggest problem. They get Yeah, so- and I'm not going to name names. Matt Brunner, but uh, there there are some that you should probably talk to. Well, there's a lot for so many people that calming of the nerves is so important because they get paralyzed. We call it paralysis through analysis. There's so much that they feel they have to do that they don't take. They can't make a first step and having yeah. a professional help work you through those allows you to get that first step and all those subsequent steps moving. And don't forget, if you're still five years away from retirement, there's still likely time to adjust your allocations, how much you're saving, your tax strategies. There's a lot of work you can get done in five years. But again, it may be time to put maybe your ego aside or forgive yourself for the mistakes you made getting to where you are right now and really working with that professional one you can trust to help make, you know, get you those steps ahead and get those last five years really on track. Right. Right. Well, to get the, to get that ego moved aside, to move that ego, it's going to take a really big U-Haul in my case, but seriously, this has been a good show so far. But you talked about the necessity of working with a financial advisor. Don't try to do this on your own. How can our listeners get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation to talk about this or whatever financial questions they might have? Super simple. You can call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Request an appointment right online. All right. That sounds great. Now, We've had an interesting show so far. It's been fun. We already talked about what we need to do at that starting line uh, five years out from retirement. And precisely five years before you retire, you need to be thinking about certain things. But let's move on to what we need to focus on four years before you retire. What do we do in the fourth year? Your math is impeccable. So let's get right to it. Isn't it though? (laughs) The Forbes article, Mastering the Last Five Years Before Retirement, they say that after you've taken all the necessary steps five years before your retirement, it's time to start thinking more about how your life uh, will look shortly after you retire. You know, with that in mind, you should start pondering where you may want to live when you retire. And maybe if you have grandchildren, how important it is for you to be close to them. Uh, Babysitting your grandchildren, watching their games, recitals, performances, it certainly have a bearing on whether you 
you want to relocate. It's also becoming more common to retire outside of the country. So if that's something you're considering, I'd strongly recommend you visiting the countries you're considering multiple times before you make any final decisions. Although that's kind of your hands are tied with doing that right now. And in light of the pandemic, this is, you know, while that may have been becoming more popular, who knows what that's going to look like in the next couple of years. Uh, the this, that same logic, though, probably applies uh, if you're moving long distance, if, if you're going to move here, in, even in the United States. So if you live in, say, Omaha and you're thinking about retiring to Fort Lauderdale, you want to learn as much as you can before putting down any roots. Yeah, yeah that might be a, a, a shock to the system. A big, <laughs> big shock. I've been to both of those places. And if you haven't been to Fort Lauderdale and you're from Omaha or vice versa, you're going to want to make sure you visit those places before you <laughs> yeah. make that decision. Yeah. Well, you talk about pondering where you might want to live when you retire. And my wife and I have talked about it recently. And we're like, well, Brunner's got a lot of land out there and a lot of space. And maybe, you know, my wife and I are thinking we'll move in with you guys. You should do that. When we retire, I'm just heading heading to Matt Brunner's house. <laughs> I, that's, I'm, that's my plan. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and earlier in the show, you you briefly mentioned long-term care. At what point in this whole five-year process does strategizing for long-term care pop up? Because I know that's something we've talked about and that people need to prepare for. Yeah, right? yeah it, it is. Right here in year four is a great place to do that, Tony. There's a stat in that Forbes article probably make you catch your breath. So in 2019, the median cost in California for a long-term care facility was $127,750 per year. So, and to, for those of you playing the home game, that's uh, ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, or yeah, break over. Or how about three hundred and fifty dollars a day? So there's plenty of sticker shock with numbers like that. But here's where your strategy comes in. You know, your first instinct may to begin. May you know? Oh, maybe I'm going to need long-term care insurance here. And in some cases, that might be the right instinct. But don't move too fast on that one. I, I guarantee you there are insurance agents that would love to sell you that policy, but a comprehensive financial service professional is going to look at your current standing, determine, you know, do you have already maybe the assets or additional income sources to cover any pot potential future long-term care needs? Maybe there's other strategies you can employ, maybe by working with a good estate lawyer, you can protect your other stuff early enough that it's not going to be an issue depending on your attitudes about what kind of care you want to receive. There's so many things to think about, but thinking about it there in year four is a really good place to start. Yeah, that's really great advice. And I, I you know, I've got to believe that a lot of folks have never really thought about long-term care needs versus their total assets before, mm. but it's important since year four is a good time to consider long-term care is it also a good time to start looking at legacy planning too? Yeah, I'm glad you caught that. And what I said, it sure is. Uh, if you haven't done all, done it already, year four is a really good time. Set up your will, healthcare directives. Uh, if you have additional assets beyond your various retirement accounts, you may also want to consider living trusts, perhaps even irrevocable trust, depending on what your assets look like. There may be a lot of stuff you can do to protect it as much as possible in the way you want it done. But that's, again, why it's a good idea to work with someone who is willing to look at all the angles, bring in the professionals, the team that you're going to need to craft your real, your comprehensive plan. And remember, legacy planning needs vary from state to state due to different laws. So it's another area where working with a trusted financial services professional is a really 
great idea because they should have a good team or at least the 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 people that they can put together for you to have a great team. You know, we work with a few different lawyers and because not everybody, you know, wants to work with just one person. We like to, we we don't get any compensation for working with estate lawyers. We just know that the ones we work with do good jobs for our clients. And maybe somebody's just going to get along with a personality better than, you know, one than the other. So it's good to have options. And I just think when you're working with a financial services professional, the stronger the team that they can bring to you, the more likely it is that all you, your unique pieces of your situation are going to be addressed. Right. I think that's huge. And if my math's correct, that's two years down, three to go. So what do you have for us when it comes to the third year? All right. So now we're at the midpoint of the five-year strategy, and maybe we should be acutely focused on what you want your upcoming retirement to really look like. Does your imagination wander to relaxing afternoons, reading a book on the beach, or are words too hard for you, Tony? (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> or maybe guided tours to the great European sites, museums, more your cup of tea. Maybe your preferred retirement isn't so much grand adventures as it is time with your children and grandchildren without the worries and burdens of work. Maybe it's an RV tour to the greatest pizza buffets in the United States. Ooh, right now you're speaking my language yeah. right there, buddy. So for a lot of people, retirement may also mean more time for pursuing interests, passions that have long been set aside for all the other responsibilities that life threw their way. Maybe it's learning to paint, getting those season tickets for the local sports team, or maybe it's getting the season tickets to the local snow place so you can go skiing or learn how to snowboard finally in retirement would maybe you know maybe mm, it's yeah i wouldn't recommend it. i know people that have done it and finally get maybe it's maybe just working through the entire works of charles dickens it, whatever whatever it is when you're no longer punching the literal or metaphorical time clock for 40 more hours a week you're gonna have a lot of time to fill so i think what you're saying right now is interesting and important Uh, Because it's so easy to think of a retirement strategy as focusing only on the money and savings and legal documents, which we've talked about. But there's more nuance to it, isn't there? I mean, when we think about retirement, we've got to think about things like filling an extra 40 to 50 weekly hours that were previously dedicated to work. Yeah, there's more nuance to nearly everything that most of us just described to this cookie cutter life that uh, people look at these days. So really understanding that there's nuance to nearly everything and it's not that there's a cookie cutter approach that's going to work. Time's an asset just like your money. Why not come up with a strategy for it? Exactly. You got to have a strategy and you don't need to go it alone Nope. because you should work with a financial professional. Speaking of that, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Uh, I'm pretty fast, so it's tough, but <laughs> they're going to have to run really fast <laughs> no, to catch you. It's, uh, give us a call, 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Two easiest ways. All right. So today on the Financial Compass with Matt Brunner, we're talking about how to master that last five years before you retire. Uh, when you attack those last five years with a robust strategy, I just love saying the word robust. It's a great word. Uh, oh, yes. You may help ensure that you have the kind of retirement you've always wanted. So how do you want to begin this final segment today, Matt? I think we should get started with one final point that the Forbes article mentions about your 
year three strategy. And that's the idea of downsizing your home. Many soon to be retirees are still in the home where they raise their families. And that can certainly create a strong emotional attachment. But would moving to a smaller, less expensive, easier to maintain home make your overall retirement more enjoyable, easier to manage? That's a question definitely helps to talk about at this point. Well, sure. And that's certainly something that we should be considering. So tell us what the year two strategy should consist of. All right. This should be a really exciting time. You're just two years away. You're so close. With just a little more work, perhaps a little more discipline, retirement will be yours. And as the article suggests, year two may be a good time to really think about your tax strategy. Working with a financial services professional, again, can help you create a blueprint for tax savings that may actually kick in before you retire. Don't forget that a healthy number of people see their income drop far enough after retirement that in some years they enjoy 0% capital gains. If 0% capital gains sounds good to you, just keep repeating one word to yourself, strategy. Strategy. So if you have an income drop, though, that bumps you into a lower tax bracket, what's the play there? That's a great question. If you find yourself in this enviable position, you may want to consider a Roth IRA conversion. Be aware, though, that it's a fairly convoluted process. You should do it with the help of your financial services professional. And if they're doing good tax planning work for you, they're probably already going to be making a recommendation of some sort of strategy like that, right? So, you know, we have tax, my sister, who's also my business partner, is a CFP. She also has her EA certification. We do a lot of really great tax work there. And having somebody like that looking out for these things as they come on down the road is incredibly helpful. Before the end of year two, you should also shine a bright light on all the numbers you've used to craft your retirement strategy. Okay, well, that sounds good, Matt. I think that brings us to year one, that magical last year of work. What should we focus on during this period? Well, now you're so close to the end of the road, you may be feeling a little giddy. You know, your toes. I know I am just right now talking about <laughs> your it. Your toes are wiggling in your shoes as your mind flashes to images of pristine sandy beaches. And while there's nothing wrong with those thoughts, it's also important to keep yourself on track during this last year of work. And with that in mind, you may really want to be vigilant about considering ways to slash your spending your expenses. Uh, You also may want to make a list of all the various upcoming critical dates. Some of the following examples, age 59 and a half, that's when you could begin avoiding penalties on withdrawals from your retirement plans. Age 62 is when you first become eligible for Social Security. And 65 is when you become eligible for Medicare. And don't forget, you may also have various other vesting dates for things like pensions and 401ks as well. All right. So does the article have any advice for people who might retire before they turn 65? It does. And I do. And if you retire before 65, it's essential to determine how you'll get health insurance. It's no small consideration. In some cases, you may be able to continue the coverage that your employer provides. In some other cases, you may have to utilize COBRA until you can enroll in Medicare. The Affordable Care Act may also be a solution for some people. And as these things are always changing, keeping on top of that and having somebody that's going to keep it, help you keep an eye on that is going to be very helpful. Yeah, very important. Well, this has been a great episode. We're out of time for today's show. 
Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Just give us a call. If you have any questions about this, uh, if you have any ideas for future shows, give us a ring, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. With that first meeting you're going to have with us or we sit down, that consultation, there's no cost, there's no obligation to that. It's complimentary. We can talk about things that we've gone over in this show, or if you listen to some of the past shows, if there's something else you want to talk about there, we can focus on that as well. Either way, easiest way, compass-ltd.com or 800-339-9252. All right. Thanks, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.